the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. I don't want to issue a warning. A warning. A funny duddy warning. Bob Bernie is, is about to go into in the fuddy-duddy mode. So I just wanted to warn you. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. This is the 4 o'clock hour on a Tuesday afternoon. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Why would I go into fuddy-duddy mode? Well... Because most of my life I have heard the funny duddies say, I never thought I'd live long enough to see. And then you fill in the blanks. I never thought I would, I'd live long enough to see. Well, I, 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 am, I am there. I never thought I would live long enough to see many things that are happening in America. I've got a story here in my hand that prompts this portion, but let me just give you a little foundation, all right? Uh, If you're a regular listener, you know that for many years I went to Moldova. Uh, Sometimes every year, sometimes every other year, I had the privilege of speaking at a wonderful teen camp. Through the years, we saw thousands and thousands and thousands of teenagers come to Christ, surrender to full-time service. Just incredible, incredible, incredible ministry for, I don't know, 25 years or so. But when I first started going to um, Moldova, the, uh, the Iron Curtain had fallen not long before, and Moldova was one of the communist satellite countries of the Soviet Union. Uh, very, very much Soviet Union. Uh, it was a little before that that I had the privilege of going to Romania on a mission trip. And uh, Romania, when I first went to Romania, my goodness, it was only five years, I think, after the revolution when Ceausescu was uh, overthrown and executed. But anyway, many of the same things happened in Romania. But let me let me go let me go back to Moldova. This was my first experience in traveling in a country that had been thoroughly communist. And uh, when again, when I started going there, the uh, Russian communist influence was everywhere because that was their life. Everything that happened in Moldova was controlled by Russia, Mother Russia. They called it Mother Russia. 
Russia told them what to do, when to do it, where to do it, how to do it. Russia was in complete control of the communist countries and like Moldova. One of the things that I remember was the stories of when the communists took over Moldova. It had been a part of Romania and had been an independent free country. And then the Soviet bloc began to build and build and build, and the Soviet Union continued to overtake more and more countries. And when they came into Moldova, one of the first things they wanted to do was destroy patriotism, destroy their past. Because Moldovans were quite proud of their history, of their heritage. Well, the communists had to destroy that. So anything that was patriotic from previous days were forbidden. The statues, hang with me, all over the country, every country has statues of their heroes, their political leaders, and their military leaders, and so forth. The communists went around the country... And whenever and wherever there was a statue of a national hero before communism, they tore it down. Tore it down. Can't have that. That's the past. This is the future. This is the present. This is the new regime. And so they had to destroy the patriotism of the people. You may remember when the radical Muslims took over Iraq. They destroyed anything from previous governments, previous regimes. Even they destroyed artifacts that were 1,000, 2,000 years old. They destroyed them because that's the past. This is... The method of the far left, whether it is the communists of the old Soviet Union or the far left liberals in the Democrat Party in America. I said all of that to give you a background on why this story should be so troubling to all of us. Headline, Thomas Jefferson's statue removed from City Hall. This is New York City. The statue of Thomas Jefferson has been standing in the City Hall of New York City for, you ready for this? 187 years. 187 years years. But a mayoral commission voted to banish the likeness of the nation's third president and the primary author of the Declaration of Independence, which states that we were all created equal. That principle was not fully embraced at the founding of our country. 
there were slaves. There's no doubt about it. But our founding fathers built this country on that principle. And in time, that belief that all men are created equal, as outlined by Thomas Jefferson, actually came to reality. But you see, this is the method of the far radical left. Destroy patriotism. Destroy the past. And so New York City has removed the statue of the third president of the United States that has been standing there for 187 years. Why? Because he owns slaves. May I say again, we should never, ever defend bad or evil, and slavery was evil. But we must interpret history in the context of the time. You are being incredibly dishonest, deceitful, and unbelievably hypocritical if you do not interpret history in context. Thomas Jefferson, in spite of his faults and failures, is a hero. And the principles that he believed ultimately led to another president by the name of Abraham Lincoln signing the Emancipation Proclamation. This is right out of the playbook, folks, of the communists. It is right out of their playbook. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, we've got the uh, liberal left politically doing everything they can to destroy our heritage, to destroy patriotism, and that's. That's not an exaggeration. They really are consciously attempting to destroy our heritage here in America, tearing down these statues and so forth. So we have the the liberal left politically. Then we have the theological left doing everything, everything they can to destroy the church. Can I give you a bizarre illustration that is not so uncommon any longer? This is the story of Pastor Craig Duke. Pastor Craig Duke is the lead pastor of Newburgh United Methodist Church near Evansville, Indiana. You got that? Lead pastor, United Methodist Church, in Evansville, Indiana. Recently, he said, Welcome to church! Yeah, the problem is it wasn't in church. 
It was on the stage of an HBO special that aired recently called We're Here. I've never heard of it. Maybe some of you have. But uh, Pastor Craig Duke was a part of the We're Here broadcast, and Pastor Duke was dressed in a, and I'm quoting, a tall pink wig, four-inch heeled boots, and a dress. Yes, Pastor Craig Duke is a drag queen. And no, I'm not making this up. Oh, and he didn't tell his church he was going to be on this HBO special. No, he he thought he would allow these church members to be surprised. Again, you got a pastor of a United Methodist Church performing in drag on an HBO drag special. The pastor in an interview said, and I quote, it was an incredibly wonderful, refreshing, deepening, powerful, spiritual experience. I was surrounded and immersed in a culture that I've never been immersed in. And one of the things in ministry, if you want to involve people different than yourself in your ministry, you have to go to where people different than you are. The invitation to be a part of the show allowed me to do that. Pastor Duke had never heard of the HBO show before he was contacted by Evansville's Pride Board asking if he would be interested in participating. While he had performed in theater in his younger years, he had never performed in drag, something he described as way outside his comfort zone. And then he goes on and talks about what a wonderful, wonderful experience it was to dress up in drag and dance with other drag queens. And he said, I'm hoping it's a bridge for my daughter, for the church I serve, for the denomination I love, and for me. And I'm hoping my voice will become stronger. He goes on and says he was raised in a Southern Baptist church. His mother was Pentecostal. And evidently, he is homosexual, although it doesn't say that specifically in the article. But from reading it, that's what I, I gather. And he says he never felt accepted in his church. How often do you hear this narrative? I didn't, I fell out of place. I didn't feel accepted. No. This whole thing of the drag queens, homosexuality, and so forth is rooted in narcissism. I want what I want. I want to be free to be what I want, what I feel. It's all about me, 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 me. It is never about I want to be what God wants me to be. How does God want me to live my life? It is always I want to live my life, and I'm going to look long enough and hard enough, and I'm going to find somebody or some group, or in this case, some denomination that will allow me to continue living my life the way I want to live it and tell me 
that I'm following God. It is a lie, but it is the dream of the narcissist. I can continue filling my flesh, doing what I want to do, giving in to my lust, and I can still feel spiritual. The pastor said, participating in the episode of We're Here, listen to this closely, turned out to be a worshipful experience. Now, was there anything about God in the performance? No. Anything mentioned about God in the performance? No. Not at all. Dancing, performing, and so forth. So my ultimate question, if it was a worshipful experience, who or what were you worshiping? And I think the answer is very clear. Worshiping himself. The head of this program is a drag queen called O'Hara. Quote, the pastor called O'Hara his drag mother on the show, who helped him develop a performance inspired by a line in Keisha's song, I've Got Jesus on My Necklace. Oh, he was asked, do you think you're in trouble with your denomination, with the United Methodist denomination? He said, no, I don't think so at all. I think my denomination will be quite happy with me. Uh, That should give you some indication of where the United Methodist denomination is. Do I feel sorry for this man? Yes, I do. Do I have pity on him? Yes, I do. Because his lifestyle will never bring real peace or contentment. Never. Not when your life is all about you, your desires, and your flesh. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 